Blog Talk Radio. Aloha and welcome to your Metaphysical Minute on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Hawaii Psychic Geraldine St. Joseph. And today we're going to continue our discussion about your spiritual journey. We've spoken about how to get on the path, how to find your way, what it feels like, some things you can do. We also spoke about uh, falling from grace and um, how to tell when you've fallen off the wagon, so to speak, and how to get back on. Um, Last week was a very lively discussion, and this week we're going to be speaking about forgiveness. A huge part of your spiritual journey is forgiveness. And one of the things I think people fail to understand when we're discussing forgiveness is that forgiveness is not about condoning what someone else did. It's not about um, telling them that everything's okay. It's not about uh, letting them do the same thing to you over again. Um, It's not about saying that that act of betrayal was all right. It's more about releasing the feelings that you have, the negative emotions that you're experiencing regarding that situation, cutting those cords, releasing those ties, and letting go of the energy and reusing that energy for something of much greater value. When we're talking about forgiveness, the most important person to forgive in any situation is yourself. Often when we suffer a betrayal of any kind, the first person that we blame, whether consciously or subconsciously, is ourselves. So we need to come to a place of loving acceptance of who we are and loving acceptance of what we need for ourselves. So we are the first person we need to forgive. One of my favorite forgiveness quotes is uh, Jim Polsky, I think is the last name, and I don't remember which of his books it's in, but he said, forgiveness is letting go of all hopes of a better past. You need to accept what is. Whatever happened, happened. There's no way to go back and change it. There's no way to go back and fix it. You need to start from where you are. Be in the now and start from here and move forward from here. So um, there are a few things that I do want to mention. I did receive um, different phone calls, suggestions, emails about our topic today once I posted it, which is pretty awesome considering I didn't post it until yesterday because spirit was not, um, spirit sometimes waits till the last minute to give me what we're supposed to be discussing. But on, uh, I'm on Facebook, and there's a, a man by the name of um, Rob Wally, um, and he is writing a book that's going to be published pretty soon. And the excerpts that he, he's given are, are really good, very insightful. But his big thing was about forgiving yourself first, that you don't have it in your heart to forgive others if you're still angry with yourself. So that always needs to be the first step, is to look at yourself in a situation. Find out, try to figure out where things went wrong. You may not be able to. It may not be clear-cut. It could just be a karmic situation 
where the, the characters at play need to play out a certain scenario, and it just needs to be. And then that scenario needs to be taken care of. So you do need to be aware of where you are in the situation. You need to be aware of your position, of what you're contributing, of your responsibility. And you need to accept your responsibility, and you also need to accept that whatever happens, happens. You need to move on from here. There's all different types of situations where we call for forgiveness, either for ourselves or for others. And last week we spoke a great deal about um, relationship betrayals, whether it be a friendship or a romance or a um, adultery committed in a um, marital relationship. All these types of betrayals, there's more than one person who suffers. Another type of betrayal, which is, I almost want to say even more heart-wrenching than that, is the type of situation where a person takes themselves completely out of the equation so they are no longer reachable by any um, regular means to be able to sort out the situation, that it, it is left undone, it is left unfinished because of a person's decision. And I'm not just talking about somebody who all of a sudden one day decides they're not going to talk to you anymore and take themselves out of your life and just, you know, go a little schizo. I'm talking about people who commit suicide, uh, people who drink and drive and end up getting into an accident and being severely injured and become a vegetable or die people who are completely taken out of the equation. These types of situations are very, very difficult to cope with because there's no one to bounce things off of. There's, there's no one there to really discuss things with and to come to a fuller understanding of things. My understanding of suicidal acts is a little bit different than most people. And, and the way we're going to discuss this is a little bit different. Being a medium and having had a great deal of experience with people who have um, suffered this type of a loss and having a great deal of experience with those who have actually either attempted or have succeeded in taking themselves out of the equation, I look at it a little bit differently. There are so many levels of what's going on there. And someone who commits suicide is the same as, and people are going to be really angry at me for this statement and not agree with me, and that's okay. You don't have to agree with me, but hear me out. The way I look at it is suicide is basically the end result of a long-term illness, that illness being extreme depression extreme depression. This is not something that they, we see it, as, if we're healthy, we see it as, oh, they're just not trying or they're just not doing this or it's just not doing this. A lot of times there's a physical component there and that physical component gets to be overwhelming and sometimes it's a spiritual component. 
sometimes in their spiritual contract, when they come, they agree that they are going to shake up the world around them by taking themselves out of the picture. So there's so many different levels to that. Each person needs to be dealt with very specifically. Each situation is a little bit different. I'm going to try to tackle this with broad strokes, including any type of betrayal, as well as going in specifically with um, that specific type of betrayal. Um, I received a letter um, from a woman whose husband had killed himself and left her with two children to raise by herself. And it was not apparent in the beginning what happened. It seemed that he simply abandoned them, and then um, it took quite some time to find out what actually happened. And naturally, she would be very angry. And anger is covering up hurt. Anger is your self-defense mechanism in order not to feel the pain of the betrayal, of the hurt that's there. And that happens whether it's something as extreme as a suicide or something. When you put it into perspective, the betrayal of a spouse as compared to um, a victim of suicide or you think the betrayal of the spouse, okay, well, that's something we might be able to work out, we might not be able to work out, but that person is still there to be able to, to deal with things. Even if they're not willing to deal with it, even if they're not willing to talk to you, there's always that potential that at some point they're going to come to grips with what they did and come to terms with you. So basically dealing with any of these types of loss, the first thing we need to do is to go into ourselves and allow ourselves to feel. And it's the first thing we don't really want to do because the, the emotions can be so overwhelming. And especially when you have a family, when you have um, people who depend upon you, especially children, it's really difficult to really just sit there and go into your emotions and see what are you really feeling and go in past the pain, go in past the anger and see why am I feeling this way? Is there guilt? Is there resentment? Is there something you could have done differently? And guess what? If there was something you could have done differently, it wasn't done, so it doesn't really matter. And you put that away and you learn from it so that if you're ever met with that situation or a similar situation, again, you know how to handle it. That's all part of the learning process. That's all part of our karma. That's what we do. That's how we learn. So I highly recommend going through any type of loss. If you need to find forgiveness for yourself or for others, highly, highly recommend to always go into meditation. Meditation, whether it's, um, I had a friend who when he was going through a divorce, he exercised. He got to the point where it was ridiculous, where it was like two, two and a half hours a day. Um, you don't want to overdo it to the point where your body revolts on you, but to do something rhythmic, movement, um, yoga is excellent. Meditation, whether it be a, a walking meditation or running or um, sitting in the lotus position and doing your own or guided meditation, whatever it is that you need to get into yourself and to really feel what you're feeling. 
One of the major things that I see in our society that is not occurring that needs to is people need to have the space to be alone. With all the electronic media and people expect you to answer your cell phone just because it's a cell phone, and they expect to be in touch with you at all times, you need to disconnect. You need to pull back and just completely unplug everything. Turn off the radio. Shut off the TV. No computer, no Facebook, no MySpace, no Twitter, no nothing. Unplug. Shut off the phones. If you have a corded phone, which I highly recommend, but most people don't have those anymore, plug it, unplug it from the wall. Shut off your cell phones. Disconnect completely. Let the people who love you and care about you know that you're going to do that because especially when you're going through this period of time, if they can't get in touch with you, people get worried. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to create any more anxiety than needs to be. But you definitely need to be alone. And I find for myself two hours is usually a good amount of time to go through most of your processing. But you can tell people I'm going to completely disconnect for a day, for 24 hours, for a half a day, for whatever. Just let them know you're doing it and let them know that you'll contact them once you come out of it or that they can contact you in six hours or tomorrow morning or whenever you feel you're going to be ready. So dealing with these things and dealing with your emotions is the number one tool because in order to forgive, you need to know what you're forgiving you need to have a sense of where you are in the equation. And you want to pull it into your whole body. Your whole body wants to feel it. So you need to, I don't want to say get rid of, but you need to acknowledge and process the emotions that are there that are standing in the way of forgiveness. Anger, hurt, pain, misery, sorrow, sadness, grief, whatever it is, feel it. Let it flow over you. Let it consume you for an hour, for a day. Really feel it. Release it. Don't hold it in tears. Don't hold back the tears. Don't hold back the screams of agony. Don't hold back the, the sense that Whatever you're feeling, let it go. Experience it. Hold, don't hold on to it. Hold back nothing. So if you need to scream, grab a pillow, scream into the pillow. If you need to, uh, all of us, most people, have at least one good friend who's going to allow us to emote fully whatever it is we're feeling, thinking. Find that person and let them go through this with you. Let them have that experience, that intimacy of seeing you at your bare bones, totally raw. One of the other things that uh, is an opinion, and you can take it or you can leave it, but I feel it's important that if you do have children and you're going through these things, that your kids see your process of healing, that you don't hide everything from them. And I'm not saying that when you're at your lowest low, you bring them into the room and say, look, mommy's crying, because that, that'll freak them out. But more that you let them know, you know, I'm just really having a bad day today. I just need to be alone for a little bit. And letting them know that you're going through a process, not hiding that you're feeling things, because if you hide it, then they're going to think 
that they're supposed to hide things, that maybe what they're feeling isn't valid, maybe it's not normal, um, maybe they're sick, and you don't want them to feel that, you don't want them to think that. The other thing to realize is when you're coming out of something like this, um, when you're coming out of something where you spent years together, and if not years, then maybe you just had a really intense relationship with this person. It takes time. We're in a society where it's fast food, uh, instant television, everything's instant, instant, instant. Life is not instant. It does not happen that quickly. And we need to remember that. And we need to remember that and be compassionate with our friends who are going through these things. If you were with somebody for six years, seven years, ten years, three years, if you were with somebody for an extended amount of time, you're not going to leave that relationship and the next day suddenly be with somebody else and it will be all hunky-dory and everything is fine. You need to process whatever it was in that relationship that hurt you or whatever growth you got from that relationship. If you're going through a divorce, you need to figure out, you know, what did you gain from being in the relationship? What was there? What were the good things that you can take from it and carry forward? But you need to allow yourself the healing time and space. And that's something we don't do. And people, especially people who are afraid to feel and afraid of commitment and afraid of intimacy, they will jump to avoid feeling. They'll jump from one relationship into another relationship and just, you know, try to put um, as much of a positive spin on things as possible. Or they will jump from, uh, you know, they'll it just replace, they replace one person with another and they really don't consider or feel anything. And it's really not fair for the interim person. It's really not fair for that person that you're using to Avoid your feelings. It's not fair to them and it's not fair to you. And a lot of people, when they do this, it's not a conscious thing that they're hiding from the way they really feel and so they're, they're needing to find new relationships all the time. Uh, this is part of the reason why people cheat too. So that's something you need to look at. What am I doing? Am I avoiding or am I moving into my emotions? Am I running from something or am I running towards it? And when things happen too quickly or too intensely, oftentimes we're running from something. So it's something we really need to look at. And we need to look at the hurt and the pain that we're feeling. So that being said, at this point in time, what I want to do is, um, Spirit Sign Me, we have a meditation we're supposed to be doing. I would tell you what it's going to be like, except I don't know. <laughs> um, but since um, I received the email and since a couple people started talking to me a few days ago, I've been getting uh, a sense like this is something that we need to do. So I want you all to make your spine straight. You can either lie down or sit up, put your feet flat on the floor, or have your legs in the lotus position, however you are most comfortable. Just make yourself comfortable. Take a deep breath and release. 
and again. And release. Relax. And release. Keep breathing deeply. The air around you is pure and clean. It smells fresh. Pick your favorite flowers. Your favorite incense. You feel the world around you. Receding from you. Follow my voice. go deeply within into our own selves within our own bodies we feel relaxed we feel We feel. We feel the presence of our guardian angels. They hold us at this time. Feel yourself wrapped in their wings in unconditional love and peace. They will support you in your journey. ourselves go back to a place where we were hurt or we hurt someone we look at ourselves we look at the players involved and we see that they each have their own script, their own purpose. And we see what our purpose was and how we affected them. We asked for the lesson. What were we to learn? What do we bring forward? We ask the players what they learned. They're carrying forward. We release all negative energy associated with this place and with this act. Carry forth forth with us inspiration and learning. Karma is cleared. Move forward unfettered, free of the chains that bind us. 
Look into the face of your guardian angel. Ask them to help you. Ask them to help you love you as you are, as they love you. Ask them to support you through this process. You face yourself. All your emotions are right there at the surface of your skin. Easy for you to read. easy for you to process and let go or focus on and grow they're right there for the asking all you need to do is find 10-15 minutes alone and call up this image See your emotions and see your true self. Your angel will be there to guide you. To help you through this journey. To support you emotionally spiritually, mentally, and physically. Come back into your body. Back up into your consciousness. You can feel your skin and the air around you. And you can feel your angel holding you supporting you. And whenever you call on them, you'll feel this sensation and you'll know that they are there. All you need to do is close your eyes and take a deep breath. Feel what you're feeling. Allow it to flow. Be who you are. There's joy in that. Take a deep breath. There's a ball of white light above your head. 
from it emanates a shaft of light that enters you to the top of your head and fills you with its energy. This energy is the pure white light of the universe, of God, of spirit. It is the Christ energy, the Christos. It elevates you. It connects you with the rest of the world, with the rest of creation. Feel this energy as it flows through you. Filling your entire being with its light. Illuminate your energy body to the core, soul. You are illuminated from within. In the sphere of white light, like the sun, expands and descends and encompasses you and all around you, clearing you of negativity, balancing you, protecting you, and giving you clarity, clarity of thought, clarity of words, clarity of deed. This energy will stay with you will help you align who you are, what you do. It will help you recognize the truth. It will help you recognize your part in things. It will help you live with compassion and patience and love. this unconditional love saturate your entire being so that you know no matter what you're going through, no matter how else you're feeling, at your core is this love. This love for yourself, love for God, love for all creation exists in you. It connects you with all that is, all that was, and all that ever will be. You are forgiven. There is hope. There is light. You are forgiven. Deep breath. All of white light contracts and ascends, leaving a soft white glow behind. You watch it as it ascends into heaven. You feel your angel's presence. And you move back into your body, feeling energized. You feel that undercurrent of joy and love and forgiveness. 
in the coming days. Thoughts will enter your mind to be looked at, processed, and put away. We thank our guardian angels and guides at this time for helping us. We thank you for your presence. You are now fully back in our body. When you're ready, open your eyes, shake out. <laughs> okay, we have 12 minutes left. So basically, forgiveness is a process. You are forgiven. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength to be able to forgive. When it's a relationship that's broken and there is a chance to mend those fences and to make amends for something you've done or accept someone's apology for something they've done, it is worth it. With each case, you need to look at whether or not it's worth bringing this person back into your life at the level that they were or whether it's better to keep them at an arm's length for a while or however you want to handle that. Forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean that you forget everything that happened and you don't learn lessons. Forgiveness incorporates learning the lessons, using them to move forward. When it's a marriage situation, when there's more on the line, when there's a whole family to consider, when there's a child or children that have been hurt by the situation. And you know that the person was not, we'll say in their right mind when they, when whatever occurred, occurred, or that this was not really in character for them, or at least not the person that you know. You need to rediscover one another. You need to really get to know each other again. It's like starting over. And figure out where things went off track. Why did this person feel it was okay? Um, Or why did you feel it was okay to do what you did? What was happening there? And look into the emotional aspects of it more than the logical aspects. And I say this because we can talk ourselves into and out of just about anything. It's the emotional component that makes the difference. So I have a few things here that I just want to go over real quick about um, how to heal from this type of a situation. You need to experience and practice very proactive, very deliberate forgiveness. So it's not like just saying, oh, I forgive you, and then it's done. It's more an act of consciously remembering that, consciously not going into the past and bringing up those emotions or going into the past and bringing up those things over and over again. Uh, If the same 
thing happens a second time, of course, they say, well, it's the second time you did this. But when it's more about fear and throwing something into somebody's face when you're having an argument, that's not good. Like, I have to tell you that, right? Um, be willing to apologize sincerely for your part in things. Whether your part was that you started to disconnect from the relationship because you felt unappreciated, unloved, or whatever it was, but you started to disconnect, and that created a chain reaction. Be willing to apologize with sincerity for what you did. You need to appreciate what you have. And this goes in all situations. Appreciate what you do have around you. Appreciate whatever it was about the person that brought you together. Whatever it was about the person that kept you together for so long. Show that appreciation. Because oftentimes in relationships, with friendships and romantic relationships, we tend to take each other for granted. And we say, oh, they know how I feel. They don't. And even if they do, tell them anyway. Show your appreciation. Think about why you value the relationship. Why do you value that relationship? And what can you do to show them that you value the relationship? Actions speak louder than words. Words still need to be spoken. It's not an either or. They go hand in hand. Touch, physical touch. People need physical touch. As much as in today's society it's a big taboo, hugs are awesome. They are great at building intimacy. When you speak, putting your hand on someone's shoulder or on their hand or on their arm, touch is very important, especially when um, building or rebuilding a relationship. You want to maintain that physical closeness if possible. Here's a biggie. And we only have five minutes left, so I'm not going to be able to go through the things that I want to, but this is really, really important. You need to learn how to listen. Really, really listen to the other person. Don't judge what they're saying every moment that they're saying it. Just listen to what they have to say. Let them be who they are and really take it in and try to see things through their point of view. Don't think about what you're going to say while they're talking to you. When you're doing that, you're not really listening. So you need to learn the art of listening. At this point, we have six minutes left. There are some things that I do want to bring up that are coming up this month. Um, today in Hawaii Kai, I'm going to be doing a fundraiser. It's called Pasta for Paws. Uh, I have it up on my Facebook um, it's from 4 to 7, I believe. It's to raise money for a no-kill animal shelter, and um, it should be a lot of fun. I'm going to be doing readings there. That's today. Thursday is the full moon. We'll be having the full moon at um, Helona Cove, which is Blowhole Lookout again, as usual. And that will be led by um, David Christopher Elo and Marla Elo and myself. And we've been doing this for, well, I think four years now. And it's a lot of fun. So come and um, join in the celebration of the full moon. No, there is no drinking. There is no drugs. And it's uh, a sacred ceremony, but a joyful sacred ceremony. Tuesday in Mapunapuna, um, my friend Christopher and his wife, Marla, are doing a pulling cords 
if you're having problems with forgiveness or having problems dealing with the relationship, pulling cords is an excellent thing to do. I talked about like in the beginning when I was doing these shows, but they're doing a class on that on Tuesday night. The number to call to RSVP, because you must RSVP if um, they need to get a minimum number of people. So call 808-375-0864. That's 375-0864, and that's in Mapunapuna here on Oahu in Hawaii. My website, where these events are listed also, um, is www.psychicinhawaii.com. Um, Christopher Elo is on there also, as is Deborah Harrison and uh, Marla and some other people that I support, like um, Dawn Riley. Psychicinhawaii.com. My contact information, if you would like a personal reading, is, um, remember, I'm in Hawaii, 808-261-7866. That's 808-261-7866. Or you can email me at geraldine at voiceofspirit.com. That's G-E-R-A-L-Y-N, geraldine at voiceofspirit.com. So, hopefully... I, I got in all the announcements that we have to do. Um, remember, what you're going for is proactive, deliberate forgiveness. Proactive means you're doing something about it. Deliberate means you set your intention. It's deliberate. It's not like, oh, yeah, sure, I forgive you, and then you kind of walk away from it. It's a proactive, deliberate thing. You, especially when you're going through these things and you're needing to feel your emotions, it's good to have outside support. So make sure you gather your friends around you. Don't hide how you're feeling. So many of us do that. Like we need to be the strong one all the time. There are people around you who are more than willing to listen to you and more than willing to help you. Let them. It's very important. You are giving them a gift also by allowing them to help you. You're giving them the gift of really knowing you. A big part of forgiveness is taking responsibility for your actions and being more mature in the way you deal with things. So in order to really be a forgiving person, you need to be grown up. Yes, kids can forgive. They're really good at forgiving because they have a higher consciousness at sometimes than we do. So grow up. Become an adult. Act with compassion in everything you do. Spirit told me a long time ago, do everything with love in your heart, and you'll always make the right decision. So your homework for this week is to take responsibility, practice proactive, deliberate forgiveness, and to really feel what you're feeling. Your homework is to experience your own emotions. Really experience them. Learn the language, especially you guys out there. You need to learn the language of emotions so that you can talk to your significant other. And so you can figure things out yourself so you know how you're feeling. 
that's the gift you give yourself this week is to figure out how you're feeling. Listen to the meditation again. I, I, um, the part where they had you have your emotions written on your skin, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that is something that you can do and visualize and feel and write. You can write while you're listening to that and write down what they're telling you you're feeling, what's in there, and then go through it and experience it and meditate on each emotion individually. Give yourself time for each emotion individually. So as we're coming to a close, we only have a few seconds left. This is your host, Hawaii Psychic Geraldine St. Joseph at www.psychicinhawaii.com saying, do your homework. Forgive. Aloha. Okay, I'm off the air. <laughs> Thank you, baby.